We're in the How Goods This podcast studio today with two of the most handsome, most kind, sensual. They exfoliated earlier this afternoon each true, together actually. in the same pond. Yeah, that's true. Mr. Mac Ayers and Teddy Swims. Dude, I love you so much and I'm so thrilled that we are getting to do this together. How that's are you sick. feeling? You guys good? Well, <laughs> it's looking quite bleak for me, pal. <laughs> not too hot. I'm not going to lie to you. You, you, well, you look incredible, and you, you actually smell great too. That is true. Hey, yeah, you do smell great. So, um, we're going to just jump right into it, okay? And then we're going to riff. How good's this? How good? This. How? This. How good's this? <laughs> Experts reveal which is better, hot or cold showers. Mm. Mac, you know I'm all about this. I do, and you actually put me on to the cold shower lifestyle, and me and Han have been doing it together. You all. have? Yeah. You yeah, brought she, it in? She's like increasing incrementally in her seconds of lasting in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just rock it. 15. I at the end there. of the shower. Uh, we do it at the beginning. You do the beginning? Yeah. Maybe oh. it should be the end. So Try the right end. Out. Try yeah. the end. I get in and go like real, real hot, mm. and then the last bit of the shower before I get out... Turn it to cold. Be under there as long as you can, and then get out and let the air bring you back to temperature. Have I showed you this, Ted? Yet the cold shower thing. I don't want it though. (laughs) (laughs) I've been taking a shower for almost twenty or thirty years now, and uh, I I think I got I think I got the showering thing down, my boy. You're not open to new (laughs) showering techniques. I don't need a new shower. Okay, so let me let's check this out. Check this out. So So, is there actually a a right answer? So dig it. For when your mind is foggy, your body's tired, or when you just need to shake yourself out of a mood, taking a shower is one of the most refreshing things you can do. Whether you prefer piping hot sessions. To quick spray downs, a good shower is the power to make everyone feel restored. <laughs> Benefits of a cold shower. Cold showers in the morning are great for energizing your body and can even boost your metabolism. Trying to stay Ooh, fit, baby. Interesting. Oh, wow. Research suggests that you can lift your mood as well because of their antidepressive effect. A cold shower is expected to send an overwhelming amount of electrical impulses from peripheral nerve endings of the brain, which could result wow. in an antidepressant effect, the study author states. Huh. Now, hot showers. Why hot shower? While cold showers close pores, steam or hot bath opens up the pores and make it easier for dirt and toxin buildup to be cleaned out, mm. leading to reduced blemishes and clearer skin. So, hot showers are good for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Word. So, a combo of both actually might be the way to go, right? Yeah, definitely. Chad, I'm telling you, you got to just try it once. The last 10 seconds of the shower, throw it on cold and just breathe through your nose and then hop out. Just do it once. Okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I um, started doing it. I know, we're, we love you, Ricky. So that's so sad. We're, we love you, Ricky. We'll we hear you. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> I started doing it like probably two years ago. Well, four years ago. And you want to talk about a hangover cure? Or like, I don't have yeah. any sleep and I need to be on and alert. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like to go to an airport or if you got radio or an interview or you Just got a, a show. I'm telling you, like 30 seconds to a minute of a cold shower and just breathing through your nose. Yeah. Well, it's better than coffee. It's better than cocaine. 
It's like <laughs> I'm telling you, it is amazing. It might not be better than cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's better than cocaine. Cocaine does a pretty good job. Um, but uh, that's why I was so uh, adamant about jumping in the lake because when we came to the field trip after night one, I woke up and was like, "Yikes! Right. I need to sing in three hours." Right, right, right. Jumped in that cold ass lake and I was ready. I right, right. Write the sound check. Yeah, 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 I was ready to go. It's um, it's. I mean, it's changed. Do you ever, I mean, like you must, what do you do? What are your tricks, Ted, when you, you're on the road or you got to play a show, you got to sing, you got to do something and your body is not telling you that you can. Do you have any tricks currently um, to combat that? I just try to stay hydrated as oh, much yeah, as yeah, I yeah. can. But I guess I don't really have tricks, but I also haven't been on the road for more than like three weeks before. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah. is this is my first time gearing up to do like a four month yeah. stint. That's bro, I'm about to I'm about to put some tools some tips and it, tricks from you would be great, <laughs> bro. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah, I can put some tools in your tool belt if you want them. Yeah, for yeah absolutely. Like, I so would. sleep. Yeah. A, your yeah. best friend, the number one thing that needs to happen in your life is you need to sleep. Best part about a bus is you close that shade, yeah. and you can sleep. You can, you can sleep till 3 p.m. Just don't check your phone. Yeah. And nobody can judge you. Especially if you're the singer and you're That's the guy true. who brings the people into the venue. Your voice is the, like one of the most important things on that stage. Not not negating everybody else's importance, but like if you can't sing, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, right. I think it's done. Um, so proper eight hours each night. And then there's this breathing exercise I've been doing for quite a while. It's called the Wim Hof method. Yeah, I should. I've, I have. Um, when I was when I was chilling with Mike Posner, he had talked a yeah. lot about that. He's he's getting his oh, like right. uh, certification certification for it. Yeah, scaling the Himalayas and whatnot. I gotta I gotta try that out, man. He I, think he's he just he really says it's like the best thing that's. It's the best thing. Mike would do this thing when we were writing together. He might have done it with you, but when me and him were writing together, we wrote "Give You Blue" together, which is on my last record. Um, every like two hours we would stop and do a Wim Hof Whoa. and it would, it wow. blows, it blows your mind how just like great of a reset it is for creativity. You get yeah. back in the space, it resets you. You're like, Oh, it's almost like what you used to do to go whatever, like maybe go outside and smoke a cig or like go walk around yes. or something. Right. But it's, it's like, it lasts longer. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could teach it to you while you're yeah, here. Man. The first time I yeah. ever did it was actually when I did, um, when I met Al, when I came here for the first time a year ago, um, we did it like right before we did the live at the lodge since like COVID had happened and stuff. I was like super anxious about mm. like playing my tunes for, right. you know, not necessarily live people, but just to like perform again and did that shit. It took like 15 minutes and it really like just sort of was a great, you know, reset. It feels like you're, if you, you can do it typically now there's a bunch of different people who have done this sort of thing for like many years. So I don't want to credit only Wim Hof because there's like yoga instructors who have done what's called like breath of fire, which is just really overloading your body with oxygen. Um, But who I heard it from and found it from was Wim Hof. And what's cool about Wim is that he not only does the breathing, but he also cycles in cold therapy. So like he'll do dunk tanks. He'll do like a, a like oh, my no. neighbor, my neighbor Ty. He's a badass. He uh, who does all the leather stuff. You know, I'm showing you this, yeah. Teddy Joel. Yeah, he's got a free freezer. One of those like bucket freezers, you know, with the big lid. 
know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he sealed the outside and he puts water in it and keeps it at like 33 degrees. Every morning he goes into it and sits for three minutes. And he he went and checked like his all of his levels, like his testosterone levels recently. And he said they were through the roof. Like he checked them before he got the freezer. And then afterwards, wow. he said the difference was insane. Um, but what Wim does is he, I don't know if, I don't know what repetition he does it in or like what his cycle is, but he talks so much about cold therapy and breathing and doing the, both of those. And on the road, I'm telling you, this breathing exercise, you do 30 breaths in through the nose, like get comfortable, lay down, put your head up, do that 30, 30 in, 30 out. You can do it 35, you can do it 40, like just do it until you kind of feel floaty in your head. Push all the air out and then hit a timer and it's you'd be surprised at how long you can go just on your especially you you two because your lung power and your lung capacity is so big mm -hmm. from being singers um breathe it all the way out and then put the timer on i try to get between like one minute 130 and then do that three times over and then on the last if you want to get real crazy on the last one breathe it all out the third one and do as many push-ups as you can and I'm oh. telling, like you, you'll do more. I've done such situ had situation. I'm not a strong man at all. I look like a a waffle iron. <laughs> I uh, you get like 40 push-ups, no no oxygen on the wow. third one at times. Damn. Yeah, we're just like I can't even do 25 when I got no. full oxygen. Um, oh, that, you you did more out of breath. Yeah, I've wow. done more out of breath when I just like overloaded my blood cells in my body with oxygen. Oh shit. Um, and wow. then, uh, that tea, you know, throat coat, obviously. Yeah. They're always awesome. good. Anyways, I'll, I'll give you some tools, All man. the hits. All the hits, Ted. Mac, Mac, will you put that mic like right? Check a room Yeah, baby. Better? There we go. I want to hit y'all. I'm beautiful. Lord. You got it. I'm a little scraggly. Do you have, Mac, do you have like those, anything that um, you've used? Cause you've done, you, you your yeah. last headline trip was really long. Yeah. Longest I've ever been was like six and change weeks. Um, okay. And I mean, for me, just like I keep the Ricolas on me always. <laughs> yeah, like I just great. eat, yeah, um, just you know, like the whole bus ride to the next city. Like when we most recently did those California shows, um, I I ate a whole bag of Ricolas on the way to from San Francisco to LA. Um, <laughs> that might be a, that might be a nervous thing. It was a little bit probably nervous getting back um, <laughs> playing shows because I like walked out of the car and just like rappers fell right, on right, me, right, but. Uh, yeah. That's just always helped me. And just like, I house water during tour. Yeah. Just, well, like, I, I will go through 20 bottles yeah. in an hour set. Right. I mean, like, just like, obviously drinking water is good, like for drinking alcohol, but like, I just get off stage and I'm so tired. Like I sweat a lot yeah. also when mm -hmm. I perform. Mm -hmm. um, so I get off stage. Like I have had experiences where I get off stage and like, like almost like collapse into like my bandmates uh, arms yeah. or whoever can catch me just because i'm expending so much energy so i would just for me it's just well, literally you know 10 bottles of water at the gas station like every gas pit stop you go to go inside and like at least buy yourself a bottle of water you also just Absolutely. you also just like give so much on stage too mac when you perform like you yeah. you're you're not one to like, okay, I'm going to sing this song, but I'm just going to like sing it kind of like I did the record or I'm just going to get through it. Like you right. do it, you Always. go for it. I'm, I like, 
Yes. I mean, that's, that's at least what I try to do. And I feel like I'm super inspired by this particular, um, it's a, a Kobe Bryant quote, actually, mm. where he talks about how every time he plays, it could be somebody in the crowd's first time and potentially only time ever mm. like witnessing Kobe in real life. Mm. So I'm just certain that if you're pulling up to see Mac Ayers in real life, that I'll I'm at least going to do it the best I can. Absolutely, yeah. man. That's, yeah, that's such a good great. perspective. Yeah. It's we with sometimes on tour. I've been, you know, you just get into the. Um, for lack of a better term, monotony mm-hmm. of tour, right? Where it's just like, you know, the next day you got a show, you're just like, all right, I'm preparing myself. And then every, it's a different venue every time, but like it be, it becomes the same thing kind of each night, right? Yeah. It's so good to remind yourself every day that like, oh yeah, people have, not only are like to go out in any city in America, is it gonna like, cost you a hundred bucks no problem like no questions asked ticket parking yeah. drink food ev- like yeah. to go out is a hundred bucks yeah. that's a lot of money yeah like that's a lot of money mm-hmm. um people get babysitters people change like this is right. them looking forward to going out yeah. right and to hold that perspective of of like i'm gonna treat this as a sacred moment for not only myself because i get to do this but also because everybody here has gone out of their way to allow me the opportunity to get to do something I love right. the most, which yeah, is playing yeah, music totally. and singing. It's a, it's a great... It's a good way to think about it. It's like makes it easier to be grateful about it. When you think about like just how far out of their way they mm. had to go to make it possible for any of us to like right. go, you know, fill up these rooms and like just play our own tunes. Like it is... It's special to think about it that way. I like that. Yeah, we get to do this. You know, that's what you say like all week while we're here. Like, yeah, mm. boys, we get to do this. Right. How we get lucky, to, man. and it's How it's lucky. because of just like all of the you know it's it's not because of us really, it's because of the people that make it happen for us. Exactly, like, I, there's beautiful. obviously we practice and we write and we get better, but at the end of the day, if nobody's listening, then you know it's kind of like it's not an equal exchange, but you know we put time in, we put energy in, we put effort, we practice, we. We, it takes minerals to just like jump and go, I'm going to do this crazy thing called art and try to make a living doing it. Totally. Um, but I always think like gratitude is the attitude, man. Like in everything you do, it makes yeah, everything yeah. so much better. Yeah. It's like when you look at it from the scope of, and I don't think that's a revolutionary perspective but i definitely get lost in scenarios where mm-hmm. i'm just like you know you think about the world from the bottom side up instead of the totally. s- instead of the top yeah. side down and right. and it can get fucking claustrophobic you know it gets scary if you don't look at it with this like beautiful perspective of dude we are floating in the middle of space <laughs> on this rock that like none of us had anything to do with the majority yeah. nothing that we do or that we get to do we had that much to do with right like yeah. a guitar think right. think about a guitar think about this microphone right all of the vessels and tools that we utilize to like do what we enjoy yeah most of it we're just organizing things that have already happened right like melodies music fr- oh, frequencies yeah. And uh, to walk into those situations, I, for me personally, this helps me so much to go to just fucking gratitude all the time. Like, yeah. I don't deserve this, but is it fun? And right. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, you know, kind of thing. Right. Well, it's interesting, too, like, just only the part of that you don't deserve it. Because, like, 
you do, mm. right? And like, that may not be the best but, word, but I do understand why you would say it like that because it is, you know. I think, I, yeah, I don't like d- deserve is a weird concept. I don't know yeah, if that's the right word so for it. Because concept you know, in you did yeah. work for everything you did, but I, I understand the sentiment about yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and maybe, um, maybe as like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded. Yeah, that's, that I that's get a to, better word, I, I, think. I get to do this totally. thing, and yeah. that like. You know, I could have been doing so many other things that brought me far less joy. Yeah. And would have been far more safer. Totally. Yeah, I find I find too that uh you know, it, even even as excited as as I am that we do get to do this, it it is uh you know, when I wanted to do this so bad, I had told myself like all these problems that I was going to have were were going to go away as soon as I was magically able mm-hmm. to do music for a living, right? Mm-hmm. And so so I, I as soon as I got the the chance to just do mm-hmm. music for a living, all these problems within me or that I was going through were still there. Right. Wasn't yeah. Like totally. just because I wasn't working at Chili's anymore, didn't mean I was like going to love me or that I would finally believe that I was good at it. If, right. if mm. a million people was like, you're good at singing and your songs are good. You would think like you would start to believe that. Right. And then I didn't still believe that. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, you know, emotionally, I guess detrimented because how do you yeah. how do you uh have you found an angle towards combating that at all um yeah I just had to take a little bit care better care of my body you know right. which mm. is not not what I'm really working on this week with you guys but, <laughs> you know last time I was sitting here in this chair with you I was like 60 pounds heavier you know and it absolutely was, and it was true. just so much about like just just taking that and like, like you said, gratitude, like waking up every day, it's changed my life. It's just looking at myself directly in the eyes and saying, thanks, man. Mm. And then just, I just make sure I look at myself yeah. in the eyes. I never had looked at myself in the eyes in a mirror before. I just looked at me in the mirror. I never like right. made eye contact with myself. And that was like kind of life changing. Mm, it's wow. important. Yeah, that's, that's super important. It's, it's funny how we kind of think in these sort of, uh, contrasts right where like it's it's one and two and it's binary like if i get this it's gonna just alleviate all this other stuff and what yeah what tends to happen is you yeah exactly what happened you feel like you just got lied to yeah you're like this was i was supposed to (laughs) yeah like (laughs) it wasn't supposed to go down like this but then also too i don't know if this happened to either of you guys but when i started when people started paying attention to my what I had just always done, right? Like I just always sang and always made music. But when people started paying attention to it, I got so much more anxious. I got so much more yes. like precious oh. with it. Like, oh, oh my, my God, I can't lose this now. It's like when you got, dude, when I, I remember dating this girl and I was mad into her for a moment, but I was like, there's no way that she's going to be into me. There's like just no way. And so mm. I just kind of was like, Bleh. There's no way it's gonna happen. Right. And when I found out she was into me, mm. it was like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> fuck this up. <laughs> and I totally fucked it up mm. because yeah. I it became so like I wasn't yeah. Alan anymore. I wasn't right. me because I was like attempting to try and walk four steps in front mm. of me and make choices oh, uh, yeah. like four yeah. minutes before I was making the choices instead, right. of, totally. instead of just being present. I mean, for me, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Don't you were, go, um, go, go. But at least for me, like I had, I mean, granted my career did start early in my life. I, I've been, I put on my first album when I was 19, but, uh, 
I had really no experiences with anxiety prior to that. Uh And I think that this career has, for the most part, I mean, like, at least pushed along most of my anxieties about life. Mm Mm-hmm. Just the thought that people are paying attention to me, the thought mm. that, I, you know, yes, I could bro. disappoint people. Mm. That, uh, another big reason that I'm, you know, fucking going as crazy as I am on stage every night. Like, I, I don't want to let anybody down. You paid for the ticket. You yeah, came through. Like, and it's just so many things that were not in my head before this career. Yeah. And it, I mean, again, it could be just a part of, like, getting older and turning into the man that I'm becoming but I just think that do you sorry to try to no, cut no, you no, off there but did you ever experience any of that playing sports growing up I know you played sports um maybe a little bit yeah like just probably on a smaller scale like I can think about you know playing baseball and like how you know I I feel like most kids that grow up playing sports like your mom pulls up to the game and she's in the crowd and like I'm standing in the batter's box like please let me hit a fucking double right now like to look cool in front of my mom like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I guess like to a, to a certain degree of course like you want especially in sports where it's like not really subjective at all like I could yeah, write any kind of not. song and yeah. somebody would fuck with it right if you go over four in baseball you suck like <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just either good or no you're not way to, to turn it and be like no it's really good yeah yeah, yeah. like you're just bad right. so of course there is that pressure to you know perform i think so uh, i would say i did have it but just now that like this is actually my job it feels more yeah man i I definitely i definitely feel like i'd never had like uh, anxiety or like severe anxiety Mm -hmm. or just social anxiety at all i remember when i wanted this i was every room i walked into i wanted to be the center of attention now Mm. that i sometimes am in certain situations i'm like Mm. I just want to stay at home. I get like really introverted now. I was the biggest extrovert on the planet. Nobody wanted to work a room Mm. as bad as I did. Mm. And now I'm sometimes just like, where does that fear come from? You reckon like, where does the fear of having the attention now without necessarily gaining it? Like via your own channel, is it because you walk into a room and you feel everybody thinks something about you that you haven't informed them? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the, the, um, the ability that I could, I could really affect someone in a way like, you know, that if I, if I say the wrong thing or if I lead them Mm. wrong, you know, I remember always growing up and, and, and church and, you know, uh, so somebody, somebody came to me one day and said like, you know, and it got, I'm sure same thing happened to you all the time. We're like, you know, the calling of your life, you know, the calling on your life. Mm. And, uh, you, you, the calling is without repentance. You can't run away from that forever, you know? And so, uh, one day I had this, this guy, uh, he's like a youth pastor and he told me, look, man, the, you're going to have that regardless. Somehow you're going to have that, like, whether it's millions of people that you're going to touch, let's say it's, you're going to touch millions of people. And we know that for a fact, it's up to you to decide like, what do you do? Where do you lead them? What do you take them? Is it going to be for love? Is it going to be for Jesus? Is it going to be for hatred? Is it going to be for that's ultimately up to you to decide mm-hmm. and how to place that to people. Um, and, and so my, I guess just sometimes being uh, like we had the other day where you met a particular, uh, 
you know, a particular celebrity and maybe he was just having a bad day or he right. was not on and he just said, sup, you know, and now you're like, bam, man, right. I really, I never want to do that to somebody right. where I got to just, I got to turn around and be like, yeah. yeah, hey man. And it's not right. that, it's not that I am not, you know, the Teddy swims you think I am because I am that guy. But if, if I, by chance not, if you say, hey, are you Teddy swims? I can't just right. be like, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, I think sometimes we, um, I mean, it's really cool that you have that perspective. I think it's good to continue to have it um, and carry it. But I also think, too, like the ability to just forgive your humanism is okay at times. Like, like you're going to not sing your best one night. There's going to be one. And it's literally my least least favorite thing to do is to go in front of a, a stage and not have a certain part of my register yeah and be like oh, i know awful. i only gave 85 percent right. of my go time because the extra 15 like i couldn't do the falsetto shit yep. you know but that's the experience of being a human and <clears throat> it's almost more credit to you that you are able to be real in that human experience. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like it yeah, brings... That's a good point. You it, could just be fake your whole life. Yeah, like, you don't want to... be a human being. Exactly. exactly. No, like true. you don't want to... I mean, now, now don't get me wrong. I don't think you ever need to be mean. I don't yeah. think you ever need to be mean to anybody to be, else. Yeah. But like you don't have to invite every single human that you meet yeah. in your life that has enjoyed your music mm. over for Christmas dinner. Yeah, right? I have a very bad problem of that. <laughs> you and Julian are kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. I have like, a horrible time like, with that. Dude, here's my phone number. Uh, yes, this that's is, it. <laughs> this is my Hulu password. <laughs> that is me on a T, bro. <laughs> this is my blood type. Um, here's my mom and dad's number. Can I put you down as emergency contact? <laughs> yeah, you definitely have that. But I you're wanna, also Southern. Yeah. That's like yeah, a that's Southern true. hospitality sure, sure. thing. Subconscious for you. And it's not a bad thing at all, but I think if you don't ever feel like you have the energy to do that, you don't like, don't think two which ways about it. Just yeah, like right. you're a human being, yeah. man. And you're going to, you're going to, I think it's good to, to be able to forgive yourself. It's getting hard. Mm-hmm. It's super hard, but, Absolutely. Um, but you, so. but it's. I'm, I'm saying it for my own benefit too, yeah, because totally. I'm the same way. I'm, I get so anxious in certain yeah. situations where I'm like, I don't want to, I want to do this right. I really want to do this right. And I don't know how to do it right because I feel like I'm not worthy to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. very, so I got, very well. Said. So I got to be something else. Right. I got to do something else. I got to be somebody else to like yeah. make it like get the best out of this experience in this moment. And it's, yeah. it's a lie. It's like a total lie that we tell ourselves <laughs> that we're not worthy of it. Right. We're, of course. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's natural. It's a natural insecurity. I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think a part of it, at least for me, um, that like a lot of, like you were saying, just like some, on some social anxiety stuff and like, just maybe not being like what people are imagining to, mm. to be all the time. Like, at least for me, I feel less motivated to, um, maybe be so buddy, buddy with somebody because I feel I can't necessarily always tell who like actually wants to be my friend mm. and who just like wants yes, to you know be absolutely. friends with Mac Ayers, right? Like, uh, and it's yeah. a really hard. It's tough. At least for me personally, like it's just a really hard distinction for me because I, I am 
emotional i am empathetic like i really care about the people that i do care about so that has been a big struggle for me at least yeah. like when somebody if i let you into my life and then um you know maybe i feel like you've wronged me in some way yeah like it's just it makes it a lot harder the next time to then you know let, absolutely let the, next, the next person in yeah and then everybody that does deserve that that love and loyalty from you you know if if you let somebody in that maybe doesn't give that same i mean you also by by chance just hurt hurt your people too you yeah, know like totally no, i can i can be too close to somebody that i don't know and 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 because i don't have the the thing in my brain that tells me that somebody's bad i just i don't have, i really don't think i even have the bone in my body to be like he's not good news i yeah. i have um I've been it's hard dealing to pin people like that. Yeah, too, you know, yeah. I, I feel you. I've Definitely. been dealing with this a lot recently, and I've been writing quite a few songs about it. But, but like, do you think that anybody is all bad or all good? No. Or do you think that like Not we all possess the capability of like hurting others and um, making the wrong choices? I know so, I, there's so many situations I can think back on that I look back and I'm like, I didn't really do that right. Like I, I really like I really messed up and I really wasn't kind to that person. I really didn't right. treat them the way I would have liked to be treated. Totally. And and that fear, Mac, that you're like, is somebody just trying to be friends with Mac Ayers or is somebody trying to be friends with me? Right. Like they're the same thing. Like people, yeah. Like, people will come to you. Like there's definitely some people who just want to like use you as a stepladder. Right. Which which can be terrifying. Of course. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I don't know if like I don't know if you can. Um, no, I, I don't think anybody's just all good or all bad. I think, l like you were talking about before, you know, people are quick to label things. Like yeah. somebody fucks up one time and then they're a shithead. Like yeah. people love to do that. So yeah. I think we live in this age of this like moral absolutism that mm. like everybody needs to do every single oh, thing in their right. whole life right. right. So like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just not the case. Like I still, it's impossible. I'm certain that I'm a good person, but I'm also certain I've done horrible things in yep. my life. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I go. think that the fact that I'm able to live with myself is enough proof. That, yeah. And know. I think, and I think it's okay too, like to have, um, <clears throat> the capability of really, um, not necessarily playing the game. Right. But like maybe the better, maybe a better way to look at it is like dancing the dance. Sure. socially yeah. like you don't have to like give all of mac airs in a social situation right like yeah. you can you can be you can you can dance with people right and like not step on their toes and yep. then man maybe you dance to three four enough songs like i feel like we're we're tight you know like i really Absolutely. do feel a kinship with both of you guys 100 but we've gotten like what four or five things we've, we've hung out a, a several times yeah you know mm -hmm. and so uh I agree that like you need it's it's almost like a courtship, you know, mm -hmm. like when you first initially connect with people, it can be terrifying, especially too when it's like when you're on the road and you go out after a show and there's yeah. like you go to a bar and it's the wrong bar and half the venue's there and you're like, yep, that's scary. That can so be scary. really intimidating yeah, yeah. at times. Getting like surrounded. That's for me. Like I'm always like, nope, nope, gotta <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I'm trying to Derek Henry right through that shit. If yeah, I get. I feel like I'm getting closed in and yeah, you know. I, I, I get i get hard to even go to like you know i can't go to like be in the middle of a standing room floor like you would see i couldn't i would have to like be in the back of the venue watching mm. one of you guys play i can't yeah. i can't be yeah, in yeah. the in the totally scene. No, i mean it terrifies me yeah. now let's check out the uh the next bit of beautiful news 
good's this? A five-year-old donates everything he has, 30 cents, to a homeless man teaching his father a lesson. Uh, Justice Smith almost messed up big time. He and his five-year-old were coming back from the dentist when they saw a homeless man in the median strip of the road. Smith said on Facebook that he wanted to give the man some money but didn't have any cash. His son, Justice Mateo, noticed the man as well, and when it and then it happened. Uncoached, he insisted that I give the man 30 cents, wrote Smith. It's almost as if he heard my thoughts and responded out loud. I was more than happy he wanted to do this with joy. It means he's been watching, but honestly, I was hesitant. I didn't want to give this man who clearly needed all the help he could get just 30 cents. My own pride and thoughts of the homeless individual's unknown reaction to receiving just two coins was standing in the way. I quickly realized that I was the only problem in this situation that the traffic light would turn green at any second. I then thought to myself, dude, get over it. This is what... We've been teaching him, and now he wants to give everything he has to offer in this moment. Wow. I am welling up with emotion right now. That is sweet as fuck. Shout out to Justice. Shout out to Justice Mateo, and what was the father's name? Justice Justice Smith. That's awesome, man. Two different spellings of Justice. I like that. I, uh, oh yeah, Just Us. Yeah. That's cool. J, so the two different spellings, if you can't see it, if you're not watching the video, is J, uh, Justice normally, J-U-S-T-I-C-E, but the, the young son's name is J-U-S-T-U-S. Mm-hmm. Just I us. got a friend that spells it like that, too. Yeah? Just us. Yeah. Um, that's, that's amazing, man. What a guy. What a dude. Like, what a yeah. great sentiment. Yeah. And what's that? There's, a, there's an old um, story in the Old Testament about a widow who gives, like, one penance. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Ted? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not, I I'm can't not super familiar with it, but yeah. essentially, she came in and gave everything she had, and the the parable is like, all you Pharisees, everyone that has so much, you're giving such a little percentage of what yeah. you have, and this <clears throat> beggar has come in and given everything that she owns in right. this moment and has worked for. Um, it's. I mean, you guys don't have you guys don't have kids yet. No. And so, but you got you got nephews. Yeah, I got, I'm yeah, the I oldest got of six. I got. Oh, tiny, you got tiny babies. Siblings. Yeah, you got tiny siblings. Next, or the youngest of them is 13. So there's there's something really uh, it's different because I I have <clears throat> nieces and nephews. I had younger siblings. Um, it's a similar feeling, but when your offspring like does something that you're proud of that you uh either attempted to try and impart to them or um somehow they picked it up on their own mm-hmm. just naturally mm-hmm. the emotion that comes over your body I couldn't imagine it's yeah. so yeah. thrilling it's so thrilling the other okay. day and this is not an example to you know compare to justice but we were in uh we were in Costco and I, Rudy's just really into Legos right now. And so I went and I snagged him a Lego and uh, he was, he's looking at it and he looks up at me and he goes, dad, is this one complicated? I'm in the middle of the Costco. There's a bunch of, it's like a Sunday, dude. Let's go. What a word. I'd never heard him say that word before ever again. You know, like he's not even three yet. Yeah. And now granted every Every parent thinks that their child is like really advanced. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a natural <laughs> of thing. Course, like, yes. he's really. You see him walking like that, dude. I think he's really advanced. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. I 
st- I laughed out loud in the aisle, like, oh my, you know, yelling in front of people. It was a visceral feeling yeah. piping through my body. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, that's kind of funny, kid. It was like, ah, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> um, that's super cool, man. Do you guys want so you guys want to be dads? You reckon? Yes, yes, more than anything. That's so really? Not yet, yeah, but so yeah, bad. yeah, really maybe. badly. Oh, that's great, I want man. to right this second. I know it's just not a good idea, <laughs> mm-hmm. but how come? Oh, I, I just um, I don't know if it's the time. I wanna. I want. I want to get my world domination. Yeah. Together, then you, <laughs> you know. Got, you got time. Yeah. 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 You got time for sure. Yeah. Made but my parents albums. both. My parents want you know want them and I want them and now I'm in, in happily in love with somebody. I think too that is like like the first real time that I've like wanted to like you know like I mean even when we're even when we're getting physical if I may say it's like there's something just there's something like animalistic that just comes over me like <laughs> yeah, where yeah. I'm like girl I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm getting you kids right now put a baby in you yeah I'm I am not pulling out this time <laughs> I see her just like go, Max go, out. Dad. <laughs> Max out. Yes, sir. <laughs> There's something weird about wanting to produce, you know. Yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I um, I totally get you, man. I think when you that's like a very important portion of the equation. I think for procreation. I first of all, I never wanted kids. I ne- like when Taz and I started dating. I love that girl so much. She convinced me to have kids, and I am so great. I thank for, I thank her. Maybe not all the time, not as much as I should, but I thank her a lot about like thank you so much for convincing me to be a dad. Yeah, because this is the best shit ever. I'm I'm this is the best gig I've ever had being a dad. Yeah. Um, but it's so connected to who you're having a child with. I mean, like, especially in our career, I think more so in our career, because we have to, in order for us to build this thing and this, uh, universe, we're, we can't be in the same place for very long. Yeah. Like we got to be on the road, pounding the pavement, or we got to be in the studio working f- like 25 hour shifts. Um, I think in any business that like when you work for yourself, I would imagine anybody starting up their own business working for themselves probably feels that same way. It's a little bit harder, I think, in art and music because there's a pull and a gravity towards travel so much. But uh, first and foremost important thing is like finding that person that you would want to procreate with. That's the integer that's like, oh, dude, I like actually want to share the most, like the only miracle that really, not the only one, LASIK surgery is kind of a miracle, but like one of the, like one of the natural miracles that we can experience, um, if we're lucky Mm -hmm. is procreation. It's insane, dude. Like a baby can coming and like I caught Rudy. I was the first one to touch Rudy. He came out in my hands and was like, Oh my God, (laughs) what is this? It was insane, dude. Um, Say, saying you caught him just makes it sound like he was like he just he shot out of there. I don't like he did. Go do. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a fast pitch, but like <laughs> he definitely it, it was definitely like more of a more of a breaking ball. It was like slider change up. It was how would I compare it? How would I compare it? it I mean, it was like it was like a it was like catching a loaf out of the oven, dude. Like it was that's like, boom. so great. <laughs> to think like you're the first. 
hands that were on. Oh, my wife, my wife, Taz was, is such an angel. She, she, before we went to the hospital, she put together like a birthing plan. Essentially for our midwives, Mm -hmm. like this is what I want to happen for my pregnancy. Now, granted, like if something goes off and we have to change it up for yeah, the safety yeah, of me and my baby obviously but like ideal situation ideal she situation like i want ice chips and i want this and i want the bath to be you know warm and and i want um she let my mom be in the room this is oh. how badass my wife is so my my stepmom or not my stepmom my mother-in-law jenny mm-hmm. And my mom having your mother-in-law in the room yeah. when you give birth, that's unheard of. Yeah. Like I was telling all my friends like, Oh yeah, my mom was there. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> your mom, awesome. your mom was in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Now my mom is a, a OBGYN. So she's like, oh, she's done. Okay. She's delivered babies. For, what for what thir- is that? I'm sorry. I don't know it's what like it stands for. Doctor. It's it's like essentially a, it's essentially a, a nurse. Yeah, it's a boost doctor. Gotcha. Maybe that's maybe I've got that wrong. <laughs> essentially, she's helped doctors bring children into the world for oh, okay. thirty years. It's specifically like for births. Specifically yes. for births. Okay. I don't know if it's OBGYN. It might be a different touch. She might come in and she might be yelling at me right now if she's listening to this. But um, we don't mean it. We're we're learning. Mom was in the room. Yeah, we're men, which was super cool. That's awesome. And then uh, yeah, I Taz was like, I don't want anybody touching the baby before Alan. I want Alan to be the first one to catch it. To and we didn't know what it, what Rudy was. Like we didn't find out the sex <gasps> oh, either. Oh really? So oh, like wow. first thing I see like a package and I'm like, he's a boy. <laughs> We got a dick. We got a dick on him, boy. <laughs> he was hung too. <laughs> and that's another thing that parents probably feel about their kids. Yeah. Man, my my, my kids my pretty kids hung. Bigger than average, man. Bigger than average. Just takes after his dad. <laughs> so messed up. He's like ninetieth percentile. Um, <laughs> when when do you when would you feel like if you put an age on when you would like? Yeah, I could see myself like having kids then. What, is there like do you have an age maybe a 35 area yeah, yeah, yeah. you know absolutely That's maybe with five years more almost so totally. like i could i could I'm see it that. about five years maybe like yeah like i'm thinking you know 30 35 yeah yeah that's, that that's awesome i'm you guys are gonna be the best dads i'm so excited <laughs> to see i've been trying i do this a lot to my to my friends um who don't have kids and are like a little bit on the fence as to whether they do or don't want kids. Like I've been going on campaign since I had my child about like, dude, how you fire got, fatherhood is. You gotta have kids. <laughs> I mean, just like specifically with people that I like. Yeah. Like people I don't like, I'm like, you should probably not procreate. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like, hey, hey, do us a favor and don't bring any more like cut you the, into the world. Cut the family tree off. Right but my, my position is this. My position is always this. It's like, hey, do you recycle? People typically like, yeah I was like well it doesn't matter if you don't procreate like like being responsible for the generations that come after you if you don't bring good people into the world and pass down your ideas then it's pointless like then 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 everything you hold dear your moral compass your ethics it's not pointless obviously this is I'm but it dies here. with you. It dies with you. Those right. ideas don't get past it. And even like, well, I got nieces and nephews and like, bro, I had uncles. They imparted like great things to me. Sure. Ain't nobody in my life done what yeah. my parents oh, did for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, 
and that's my number one position. And that, that rarely people can be like, ah, f that. <laughs> yeah because everybody's talking about like recycling and like you know yeah i don't recycle but i love my mama there you go that's my oh, new man. slogan God, I, love yeah. my I try mother. to recycle but like are they even recycling who knows? i don't follow it to the to the recycling I mean, there are separate place. bins i'd like to think i put bottles in the in the right bin but i do i noticed this. i don't see it being recycled right 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 i know i lived in the in a house with a bunch of uh women when i was like you know, we live in a share house, right? Mm -hmm. And they had like a recycling bin and I would always get my ass chewed out because like I would throw stuff in there that they're like, yeah. how do you think that that can be recycled? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Taco Bell wrapper. I'm like, it's, it's plastic. It has food on it. <laughs> I have no idea what can be recycled and what oh can't. Hey, what are you going to do? While we're on the topic of being yeah, a good dad, only try. I, I just want to say this into the camera that, Rudy, at whatever age you're watching this, if you remember having a Lego street sweeper at any point <laughs> in your life, just know that Uncle Mac had that delivered to your cribbo today, and mm. I hope you're having fun with it, bud. Mm, Love you. Mm, mm. Battle of the dads. Seems like there's a battle of the unks happening here. Yeah, Teddy is man. just... No question, a worse uncle than I. No, did I'm you get Rudy a, a Lego crazy. set? I have an apartment today? in L.A. right next to Legoland, and we're going. So I don't oh, think you can give him that. But just while we go do, have do, dinner, do like, did you? What did you get, Rudy? Today? I ordered a. Um, I ordered him a little uh, T Rex one. Fifty which, coasters. Uh, <laughs> Al, <laughs> which Al imparted that he already has that one. So I'm, oh, I'm definitely definitely looking real deep. Do you know when it's? Do you know when it's landing at the house though? You got to ship to the house. Yeah, I can. I can. I'll find out. Because Al will make sure that he accidentally loses his other one, just so that the competition's a little bit more neck and neck. <laughs> Thank you, bud. And that way, too, I don't got to keep buying him more Legos. It's like every time I go to the store, it's just like, that one, that one. <laughs> the other day, God, we were, in, uh, we were in Best Buy, and this is a great part about fatherhood. Homie uh, threw a fit because I was like, because this is what happens when you like, introduce your kids to consumerism right. they don't understand that, that you like, can't get a lego every time you can't get lego every time yeah. it's like the lego's right there dad mm -hmm. i can pick it up and leave with it <laughs> what are you talking about yeah, like you I know like he doesn't get, comprehend yeah. Yeah. that you have to exchange value yes. for this said right. piece of lego um and dude he went oh he's throwing himself ah! You know, like, losing. I'm trying to, like, you can hold him in one arm, keep a mask on. And yeah. then, like, my, I always wear glasses. My glasses are fogging up. I'm, like, trying to get yeah. out of the mask. way up yeah. here. Um, oh yeah, God. that's a great part about about. <laughs> A fatherhood as well. It's it seemingly oh, just. I was hoping that there would actually be a great part in there. Like yeah. this was going to be a lesson, but no, 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 just the screaming is the great part. Well, I mean, it's like I said. Like my dad asked me the other day, he's like, "How do you like fatherhood?" Uh, and I was thinking about it because I love it, but full scope, like what seemingly parenting is, is it just expands is expanded my ability to feel because like. Mm. I've never felt the type of love that I feel for my son. I just have not felt that before in my mm -hmm. life. I also have never been so frustrated in yeah, a moment. That's right. That's great, like, man. When you, it, like, adults, you know, like, if I get frustrated at another adult, I'm like, dude, that's you. Right. You you got some problem. Like, I can you pass it off. About your kid, I can't though. say that about my yeah, kid. I hear you. I hear you. And also with a child, like, especially a toddler, like, you can't reason with them. 
Right. They don't understand that exchange. I'm like, listen, kid, you can't have a popsicle right now, but if you chill and you read a book with daddy, right now, we, we can have a popsicle later. He's like, what right. the is that concept <laughs> now is only thing that exists yeah. right. there's no it, long game with a two-year-old it's it's no, immediate it's now or never yeah. daddy-o right oh my god let's let's talk that about this so one crazy because this is a great one too i noticed this earlier oh, speaking see. on legos how good's this oh yes so great lego segue 600 more hospitals get free lego mri scanners to resume to reduce anxiety in young patients this is so awesome oh, look at this cute. if you're not if you're just listening to this lego first and foremost lego is one of the most underappreciated companies Facts. on the planet shout out to lego have you watched the lego movies yeah, bro. Some I, of them. The games, too, man. I played a Lego Star Wars game with tight. Oh, too, yeah. Man. I used to play uh, Lego Indiana Jones on that the Xbox. Sick. Yeah, that yeah. So Great. Sick. Bro, they still have in, like, every store in America two to three aisles of yeah. Lego products. Totally. Target. Tell me how many Tell me how many aisles of CDs or vinyl there are in any store in America. And I'll let you round up because it's unless you're in Urban Outfitters or a record store, there's no more. They can't be found anymore. (laughs) Legos, dude, for 40, I don't know how long they've been doing the thing. Three aisles. They nailed it. They nailed it. Let's see how long. I'm kind of. Yeah. Check that out. Well, I'm going to read this to everybody. So the, the Lego Foundation has announced it is donating more than 600 Lego kits to hospitals worldwide for miniature MRI scanners to help children cope with the imitating process of having a magnetic resonance imaging scan. What started in 2015 is a passion project for Lego employee Eric Ullerland Stauer, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, and a Denmark hospital is now being scaled and piloted with a new training material for hospital staffs. The 500-piece sets allows clinicians to help patients understand what the large and complex MRI machine wow. is all about. How thoughtful. Does it? Like, I, I wonder to what... Like, I love that, you know, you could, like, be a kid, and if you have to go in for an MRI, like, it's nice to be able to play with them, and you can send the guy in and out, mm-hmm. but... I wonder, you know, it's just so interesting. I like, I personally have no idea what I know. You go in that joint, you go out of it. Like, I wonder if it gives you any like actual well, so, knowledge other than you, like as a kid, you know, you know, you're going in, you know, you're coming out. Yeah, right? I mean, something I th- is happening. One, a, f- a few things. So you go in that tube there, yeah. uh, and it's tight quarters. I hate it. And you have You've to. Had one? I, I, when I was a kid, I think I had to get one for some reason. Oh, uh, damn. But I remember getting... I, 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 I can't even do elevators with more than four people. I'm not... You're claustrophobic? Oh, I hate it, man. I hate it. <clears throat> that's so, you, so that's one aspect of it that's mm-hmm. not fun, I think, for kids. Especially yeah. if you're having to go in, like, face first. Yeah. Um, well, it feels like a whole ordeal too you know, you it's a whole ordeal they go in, and also too and also though it's you have to scary, you have to you have to sit still for like an hour what yeah like i'm, I'm making that oh, number up hour? but it's like a long it's time long? i thought it was 10 seconds no no no. you got to go in and you yeah, got to stay still cool. for like a long time in order for them to oh to get the mri and you know for young wow. kids who are dealing with disease yeah MRIs are so important to understand yeah, what's right. going on with the brain. 15 to 90 minutes. 15 take. to 90 oh, minutes. Yeah. 
Um, Lego 1932 as well. 1932 Lego started. So literally like 90 years. Have you guys, when's the last time you did Legos? Um, you know, I never, my, my older brother got into them when we were young, but I just, I never had like a, I never had like a builder's mind. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. don't give Did a you ever shit. do a Lego? I, I rocked with uh, Tinker Toys yeah, yeah. a lot back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have been to Legoland twice nice. with uh, my family. I have uh, some family out in go. San Diego. So yeah. We... It, like, blows my mind every time cool. I open one of these Lego packages, yeah. how, like, the engineering of the toy. Like, yeah. these guys, whoever's putting these things together, or, because every, seems like every quarter, <laughs> there's, like, seven or eight new Lego things that you can erect from... Totally these tiny little blocks yeah and they're sp spitting image of like what they're attempting to try and represent totally it's kind of, have you guys ever been to ikea yeah so like the thing that blows my mind about ikea the most is that you get everything in like one flat little pack yeah it's a little box little box and you can bring <laughs> yeah. it home and your non-engineering dumbass yes. can put it together and it looks exactly yes. like it's supposed to no ikea has me feeling like a whole builder like i feel like a man of of the woods after i you know build a like a fucking four-piece shelf ikea yeah. has me feeling way more better building, about my building skills building anything to me just seems like such a mundane task like, oh yeah i hate it man i hate it anytime i like get something i'm like can i just get the bed delivered and then the guys come drop it off oh, yeah. it for me i don't you shout can out get, to bob's furniture can, they just put yeah, that shit together for I'm you at the crib about, yeah that's baby. good people at bob's have you ever done there's like um websites that you can go to where people are on like freelance work yeah, where task rabbit task like, rabbit that's, that's what it's like, called yeah, okay yeah, that's at least one of the bigger ones they'll like come of, yeah. to your house and just like if you got a tv that you need like put on the wall and you're like i'm not trying to do that i don't know how to do it <laughs> literally anything you need anything you need like, you need them to come over and, and like boil some pasta yeah you, they'll, they'll come over come and, and boil some pasta yeah. i don't know i might be making that up <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they would. I bet it could. I bet it's niche enough to, like, why not yeah, put right. anything? There's people down to probably do be it for 20... some amount of money. Right. <laughs> you know? What do you think that amount is? What would the amount boil of... boil how much pasta? Um, let's I, say three bags. I think I need, I think I need a hundred bucks bags. to leave my house. Like even at times, well, you know, your right price now. is not the same as a task rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's called spade a spade here. You're not. It, but it would be at I'm the time when I was. Boil pasta <laughs> the crib, bro. Yeah, but what I, I'm saying at the time that I was like waiting tables and stuff, I would be upset if I didn't make a hundred dollars in my day. At the time oh, I right. ever had to like grout or tile something. But I like, think if I you're if you're making yourself available to pull up to somebody's crib to boil pasta, that is just the lowest of the low and therefore I unless think unless I'm you're charging 50 bucks unless you can charge but unless I'm you can state like 20 on that description that nobody boils pasta like you you will give them right. the greatest pasta experience of your life and they've got to pay you 250 bucks to do it here's the thing though too mm. okay so 25 bucks and i'll smoke you out final it, offer it doesn't it doesn't have to be <laughs> i'll take it it doesn't have to be connected to it doesn't have to be connected to a time frame either it's like i will come and make you pasta and if your sicilian ass can get that done in 15 minutes and you can throw do four of those a night at 250 a pop you're living large, dude. That's a whole hustle. Living in large. You could probably get that done. in New York. I feel like enough people are boiling pasta at all hours of the day. That Every there's, hour. There's a market for that. Oh, that for sure. Work. Especially if you were like, oh, I got to work and like I want to come home to pasta. 
yeah here's my right door code <laughs> bring pasta over to my house cook it at my house break into my apartment and make me pasta and a you know, you could, for when i pull up <laughs> you could just like get it get it to go you know from somewhere and just pick it up exactly <laughs> it's like uber we're it's taking uber this so far and i don't th- i don't know if it's hit anybody that this is the most ridiculous thing to ask somebody yeah is that you bad? want the pasta and then you're like no 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 this was a bad idea this. you could have gone to you could have gone Luigi, fucking Buca de Beppo, like, yeah. brought it right to your door. Could hit the Olive Garden real quick, man. <laughs> oh my god! So maybe the no. better, maybe the better analogy is like you've got a cabinet that you want put together, yeah, and you're you not got, trying to yeah, do it for sure. Um, so you, you check that out if you don't want to do that. Have you avoided <laughs> buying furniture because you don't like to put it together? No, I just, I, just, <laughs> I, have, oh I mean, I, I, I have furniture. I do have furniture. If that's what you're, if that's what, I'm not. My apartment's not empty. Is what, but uh, I definitely have gotten it where it could be delivered. Or lucky for me, my uh, production manager, my best buddy Doran, he's he's like he's like the everything guy. You oh, know, he from can do electric that. To to so anytime anything's wrong, I'm like Doran, man, will you come over? And, and yeah. it's so outside of his job title right, right, description, right. but that's you know, my God, mom. That's my boy. He will literally not let me go without nothing he would come yep. over and hang a tv on my wall for my me mom, when i just moved into my spot in brooklyn my mom and grandpa pulled up together and built me and hannah's bed frame oh that's so, like, how how old is your grandfather um 75 ish oh, maybe getting up to 80 but he's like very uh carpentry oriented and he got some is, what's 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 uh what's some calluses looking like Oh my God! Pops his hands. He's got fucking, mad callus. I'm sure it's fucking. <sighs> I love a good callus, dude. He's got a little uh, like a wood workshop in oh. his basement at home. So like he like you know he came over to Brooklyn. To my Is apartment. he Long Island? Yeah, he lives on Long Island, like <sighs> two towns over from my family. And um, yeah, the, him and my mom just like pulled up to my apartment with a bag of wood and a toolbox, and they're like, "All right, give me." They built the whole thing in like 45 minutes. So they just cut it all at home. Took it all in my grandpa's pickup and just and assembled it's, it. It's like a custom one? It's custom, not, yeah. Oh you know, God. funny enough, this is actually, so, I never told you this, I don't think. Come on. Because when we were about to move, right, me and Han were living at my mom's and we were talking to her like, oh, we'd love to get like a little custom bed frame because mm. like, you know, you could just buy the three that they have at Ikea or like we could get like a cool one. Right. And it is entirely based off of the bed frames that you and I are sleeping on in those rooms on the lake. Yo, dude. You so got... it looks just like that. Yeah. Like it's got the up and the like low nightstands. Mm-hmm. Like we fully hand was like, I want my bed frame to be what it was when we stayed for the field trip. Yeah, dude. And that's our bed frame. Those are great right frames. Now. Yeah. The frame in our room too was, uh, I can't remember if we built our frame first and then Dan and Tanner built the frames out here because mm-hmm. Taz helped decorate this whole place. Like when this, yeah, like oh, wow. all the rooms and everything she helped put together all the, like what the bed frames would look like, the art kind of everything. Oh, even the rooms, down. all the rooms, oh, the wow. suites, everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think that maybe she either we built our frame first and then they copied or like they did theirs and then we copied the frame. But we have that same wow. exact frame at, at the house. Just, I, maybe it was like because we just like had gotten back home from the field trip. But mm. Ann was like fucking loved that bed frame. Yeah, it's great. That shit. Great looking frame, dude. And it was funny to pull back up to that room because I was like, 
Oh my God. I'm at home. <laughs> Do you, uh, what kind of, so like over here in, on the West side and especially Northwest, everything is pine and spruce, right? Cause that's the trees we have yeah. available. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of woods are typically used in on the East know. coast? I mean, you know? I know that, um, my grandpa specifically had like a big cedar yeah. phase because like it was something about like moths being in his closet or something oh, like wow. cedar. I don't know. I don't want to misspeak, but, mm-hmm. um, Oh, that's what this whole yeah, podcast is about. It's just about constantly misspeaking. No, about misspeaking. No, just getting shit wrong. Um, but no, truthfully, I don't know fucking anything. That's why yeah. I got my mom and my grandpa pulling up to build my See, bed frame. I don't know. My granddad, when he was around, you know, when he was alive, he he had like he always had like a wood shop out back, yep. and it was like so cool. And yeah. he like always was making. He'd make like these little churches. And he would go be so meticulous to it that like you could inside of the church that'd be pews and little people oh, and yeah. it'd be like really just no way gangster man amount of like he just was like a woodworking machine painter like he's incredible that's and so I just dope. wish I would have gotten such that. a cool skill to learn yeah, and that's I wish why gotten- my mom knows so good it's like that was like my mom has a couple other siblings and they don't do the carpentry woodworking shit like it was just. I call them pops, my grandpa, and so it's pops and moms, just like thing they did together. And now my mom, she has built. Um, we had like a above ground pool in my backyard a few years ago, and she has built like the lifeguard ladder up there. Oh, my little brother Calvin was super into skateboarding when he was like two or three. She built a half pipe in our backyard. Your mom did. My so mother, yeah, sick. full was... on half pipe. It was in our backyard for years, and I. Like a drop in. Shout out to Mary. <laughs> Shout out to Mary Spence and the on the rug. Dude, you she made know. this rug on. You will see it in the wide shot. We'll show a shot. Shout right out to there. my sweet mama. I uh, love you, mama. I God miss bless you. you, Mary. Good people. Um, she made a half pipe. That's insane. Oh, I had yeah. a buddy growing up who's <laughs> big. Pop- what a mom. <laughs> so man. my three year old brother, like every pad you could wear on your right. bot, knee pads, <laughs> helmets, elbow pads. <laughs> he was just practicing dropping in. It's like a three-year-old <laughs> just falling. A mattress time. glued to him. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> like a topper. pillow type vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Duct tape this throw pillows cool. all the way around him. <laughs> yeah, basically. Crash test dummy out. Oh, my God. I had, a, I had a buddy in high school who, in middle school, whose dad built him like a half pipe in his barn. So and I cool. remember thinking like, dude, that's like, that's just the cool, I want yeah. to spend every day at his house. Mm-hmm. And well, I, another... the only thing I could ever do was like drop in. That was yeah, it. Yeah, me too. And I was no, terrified. That's the only trick I learned. I was going to say the, the other particularly weird thing in my childhood home that my mom built, um, in the basement, there is, when I was in, maybe fifth or sixth grade she built like if you picture like a cat house right like you know it's like carpeted and mm. it's got like the little boxes right so she built like a human sized cat house so like one of the things i played on as a child was like this <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous but it's like a carpeted wooden structure i don't know what you're talking about it doesn't sound the right. only because i don't think another one exists uh the why was there way, carpet on the outside because like a cat house you know but it's it, like wasn't, a, it wasn't for cats no did you have cats i have still my childhood cat is still alive oh He's my god 16 anyway <laughs> 
40 pounds. <laughs> he got long Twister. left, bud. We call him Piggy. <laughs> Follow, if, you, if you're watching this right now, go look up on Instagram, Twister the Piggy. Uh, oh, my God. mom dedicated an Instagram account to him, and it's just, if you like photos of absolutely obese cats... Um, 16 might be for you. years old 16 years old oh and his God. he was like in a litter of like seven other cats and they all had a heart condition and all died we had one of his brothers and who died like years ago and this is a 40 pound cat still no. just fucking well, I gotta give him every time I come home he's just kicking he's hanging still on the hanging room, out. Dude. but the imagine. fact the fact that uh, it's, you see him? <laughs> it's it's twister Rodriguez Spence yes. and the end of his yes the end of his <laughs> The He's end of his bio says Trump the... hates cats. I hate Trump. <laughs> <laughs> He's got political views. My mom has to like get her like her little jabs in on my cats. <laughs> oh, dude. Do you think Trump is a dog person or a cat person? <laughs> I think he's a fuck face. <laughs> but my dad asked me the other day, he's like, how do you like fatherhood? Uh, and I was thinking about it because I love it. But full scope, like what seemingly parenting is, is it just expands, is expanded my ability to feel. Because like, mm. I've never felt the type of love that I feel for my son. I just have not felt that before in my mm. life. I also have never been so frustrated in yeah, a moment. That's great. That's great, like, man. Like when you... It, like adults, you know, like if I get frustrated at another adult, I'm like, dude, that's you. Right. You, you got some problem. Like I can you pass it off. Your kid, I can't though. say that about my yeah, kid. I hear you, I hear you. And also with a child, like especially a toddler, like you can't reason with them. Right. They don't understand that exchange. I'm like, listen, kid, you can't have a popsicle right now, but if you chill and you read a book with daddy, right now, we, we can have a popsicle later. He's like, what right. the is that concept <laughs> now is the only thing that exists yeah. <laughs> there's no it, long game with a two-year-old it's it's no, immediate it's now or never yeah. daddy-o right well, one you of know. my best friends growing up his brother had an iguana mm. like an inside iguana and Stinky? his room stunk yeah. so bad yeah. it was so disgusting i bet iguanas oh. are like big fuckers, right? Too. That's not so, a tiny little. Lizard. They're big, yeah, yeah. It's like the size of like is definitely as long as this coffee wow. table right here. Like big, long. You put it in the tank. How do he you? He had a tank. Yeah, it was like a. But like he would a just let it like out. Running around like. Yeah. Yeah, he was like just a like. Cat? A, oh, he would just be be around the house and shit. Ew. Yeah, so check this out, like man. Wild. The results are in, and uh, based off the United States presidential pets Wikipedia, only uh, everyone, every every. Uh, president had a pet other than, other than Trump. James K. Polk, Andrew Johnson, and Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, I remember, I like okay. vividly remember the Obama's dogs. Yeah, yeah. They were like, it, I feel like I saw them so often. Yeah, it's such I remember a funny the, part of the presidency. Right, it is. Like, Coveted pet owners. I wonder how many of them, like, and if we're ever a president, was like, I guess I got to get a dog. Exactly. I don't want to be. Fuck, I don't want to be like Andrew Johnson. I need to get a fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like their campaign you get associated with. If yeah. you don't get a pet as the president, their campaign manager is like, "Can I talk to you real quick? I'd like you to sit down here." Just pulls out four different pictures of animals. <laughs> Do you think that they, like, if you don't naturally have a pet and you become president, you know, sometimes in interviews they'll have to go, like, 
Yeah, I pray every day with my family. It's like, right. Obama, you don't pray for shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You smoke cigs, son. You ain't praying to Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, they have to say certain things to get America to be like, okay, sure. he seems like a good... So, like, if they didn't want to have a dog, do you think that they would just, like, pu- yeah. like only like bring a, it out? It's like a... Sure, you're it's part like, of your brand. It's like when you do a music <laughs> video and you get the, the girl that's like the arm candy girl right. and you're like, that's not his real girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not <dating> her. <laughs> he is not... Not dating her. I know for a fact <laughs> he does not eat Quiznos. No shot. <laughs> that that's is, there's say. no Every way time I all see Peyton those... Manning on the Papa John's joints, that's what I say. I'm like, I wonder if Peyton Manning has ever had Papa John's. Oh, there ain't no life. way. Well, especially the Papa John's guy. Like, you know the owner of Papa the John's? Papa. The Papa. Like, he's like super, <laughs> he's super fit, you know? Like, he's like, right. he's ripped up. He's right. got a ton of energy. Well, who is the, who is the pedo? <laughs> yeah, he's not the eating pizza. He uh, was just a skinny dude, too. And they were like, well, I've lost a gazillion pounds. Yeah, we can't talk about him, dude. He was a diddler. That's why I, that's why I called him, who is the pedo? <laughs> oh, pedo. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did Jared, Jared. Jared, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. South Park made something. But I think he actually ate, <laughs> I think he actually ate Subway. Well, I think, like, I'm sure he did. Just to not a certain every degree. day. I, they, I think, like, part of their campaign was, like, he only ate fucking meatball marinara for yeah. seven years in a row yeah. and lost and he the... worked out never <laughs> right, right, right. it was crazy he no lifestyle change but boy he likes Italian herbs and cheese he just, just fucking he just didn't get uh, mayonnaise on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's always funny to see when people do something you know same thing Peyton Manning on a pizza commercial right, or like yeah. some professional athlete like promoting Gatorade you're like dude yeah, what are you course. talking there's like more sugar in that than a Coca-Cola <laughs> right. yeah like what do you I, I get it. it's just a check All but that shit. yeah I've met a couple professional athletes who were like adamantly against they're like I've turned down probably five to six million dollars in my career because I will not lie about what I promote. Wow. Like I wouldn't. I'm not gonna do a Gatorade commercial because yeah. I think it's bullshit. I don't. I don't want right. young kids to see me on TV and be like, "Yo, drinking Gatorade's good for you." Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not that strong. I am an no, absolute sellout. I am right. a sellout. Well, you think so about quick, like son. guys like like Shaq's whole thing is like, I'm gonna do every single fucking commercial that I get offered. Like Shaq, I feel like is half of the commercials on TV. Shaquille O'Neal is on. Yeah. Yeah. The general car insurance he's on every icy hot commercial and what's he doing with that money he's going out into the world and doing like really cool things for people always see him he i I just saw a video the other day he copped like five hundred dollars worth of shit for some kid at Foot Locker because yeah, like he saw he was crying like his parents couldn't afford a pair of sneakers like Shaq is just like get whatever you want buddy yeah dude I'm Shaq. He like, I got it I feel like he's bought like nine engagement rings for people over the I last three years we just like sees a guy in the yeah. ring stores is like yo give me a second <laughs> you, can, you can see like Shaq hanging outside like car dealerships and shit just waiting to like give gifts bro can you Could imagine good the dude. turn of events as you're walking into an engagement ring shop and you're like shit dude I do not have the money you you ask you're like okay so like how much is that one right the lady's like well this it happens to be a 40 carat uh, this one runs you about 9 grand he's just like 9 fucking grand I have a Mazda I drive a Mazda protege right and then all of a sudden you turn around and there's a 7 foot 2 yes 400 the pound man alive. 
Can you think, what if the scenario, like, you turned around and he was standing there, you're not a basketball fan, you don't know Shaquille O'Neal, and this that guy's like, way hey funnier. man, I'm gonna pay for you for this. <laughs> nah, jeez, I got you. And then later, you're like, okay, great, and then later on, you go home, and on Facebook, it's the only thing people are talking about, you're like, he was a basketball star? <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta be some type of clueless to, like, look at a seven foot two person and be like... What do you do for right. a while, you yeah. know? Oh, and you got to be an athlete. <laughs> I wonder if there are people now that, like, try to plan, like, visits to ring stores, wherever, footlockers, perhaps, in hopes that Shaq will be there. <laughs> like, they're hoping that just they'll get there and they're like, oh, well, I'm not tripping about the price because, like, I'm just expecting Shaq to be there. So yeah, well, they just, like, so go, every, they go every day. It's like folk who... <laughs> they're just sitting inside the joint. Shaq's going to come in one day. Today's the day Shaq's going to come Shaq's in. I saw Shaq's IG. in Atlanta, babe. We just have to stay two more fucking hours, okay? I know that he is commentating a Hawks game, <laughs> and I like my chances. It's like a whole family. Like, the mom drops one kid off at the mall down yep. by the stadium, but then there's another mall that's, like, that sales? Th that 30 uh... miles out. He's like, he could be going to that one. I don't know. <laughs> just wait here, okay? Get a couple things. And you know what? Work up a tier. <laughs> All the employees are like, sir, are you going to buy it? Shut the fuck up. Now, when he, does offer, when he does offer, don't accept at first. You got to say something like, oh, no, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. couldn't. I couldn't I do could. that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, me? And make no. sure that you have your camera phone on and ready so you can capture every moment. I feel like I feel we like that's just I feel like when Shaq walks into a room, somebody's just got their phone on anyway. And that's why probably everything right. he ever does is probably filmed. Yeah, true. Oh my yeah, god. As soon as Shaq walks, I'm like Yeah, talk about social anxiety. He's, he can, you can't pretend to not be seven two. Dude, you such know. a good point. Right? It's you can't just think go about to the grocery store as a seven-two person and just like, no, I'm not anybody. Bro, I see when I see tall people, like really astronomical, yeah. especially astronomically tall. tall. Like, bro, I ain't that kind of tall. No, but that's what I'm saying. You're taller than most people, but when you see somebody actually tall, it's bro, like, when I, especially with like super tall women. Yes. Like if I see a, a woman who's like like pushing six seven, and I'm like, bro. Okay, if you didn't play sports, mm -hmm. can you imagine how annoying it would be oh, to be totally. that tall? That's totally. how my, my homie, I got a homie, seven one, and his girlfriend's like, <laughs> his girlfriend's like fucking six five or six seven herself. They're god, ungodly like humans, and he's, he's a video guy. What? And that's what he does is fucking shoot videos. And I'm like, bro, like, obviously I want to say like, what a waste of all that <laughs> Because I could have been, I would be fire right now. I would be gas, man. <laughs> I, the reason I didn't pursue football and I quit like 16 years old because yeah, I was like, huh, 5'7 is not really going to work out for me on the defensive line. I think you I play D-line? Yeah. We got to throw a football sometimes. I would love Yo, to. But 7'1 but seven but seven on the... My mom would let me, though. Seven <laughs> seven one on the D line ain't getting you any scholarships no, though. No, people are running through I your know, legs, I, bro. It's what? like volleyball or basketball. Yeah, yeah. Which mm. is basketball? Which, I mean, seven one. You can just you don't have to be good. No. You want to know an interesting you jump? Shaq was not very good. At well, Shaq was amazing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real not as a shot, not as a shooter. Oh, yeah, like, no, couldn't shoot for sure. Never could shoot. He had good. finesse though. He you really did have finesse. His yeah. hands were too big. The ball footwork was. Just, I mean, that's like what Shaq was just like the master of. Like yeah. that's what made him. 
Shaq, you know what I mean? But, like, yes, you are right. And funny enough, here's an interesting stat for you. If you are at least a seven-foot-tall man mm. in the world, you could have, you literally could have not heard of the sport of basketball. You already have, I think it's something like a 10 or a 15% chance of making the NBA. Because no way. that percentage of seven-footers in the world are just hoopers. But also, too, wow. the, it's crazy. you how could s- literally never touch a ball in your life. Okay, but think about this then. Okay, so if you get the God-blessed ability for your genetic makeup to make you that tall, most likely you came from somebody that is also nearby that tall. And yeah, typically, typically people that tall procreate with other tall people in that same capacity and being athletic and being that tall is a small like everybody i know who has height typically has some form of athletic ability just in order to walk dude avoid ceiling fans and shit door you got you got a dog baby i gotta show you some of that dude's bo's videos he's he's like huge on tiktok now because that's what he does it's like oh I've seen that guy. Yeah. He's like ducking under doors yeah, on TikTok yes, and yes. shit. Bo, yes. Yes, Bo. He's, so he lives in LA. He's cool that's as hell. That's seven foot one homie. Yes. That's so oh, he's much. so massive. Oh, my God. Shout out to Bo. <clears> shout I, out to I Bo, I could not dude. be ducking down all dude, the time like so, that. Yeah, that's he just kind of does funny. it from his like yeah. point of view, you know, where he's like... <laughs> All the time. Shit is really funny. I was going to say, really I was like, funny. think about the angles homie would be able to get. Like, no other humans getting the same angles as Bo. And you mean he does videos like he shoots those or he like actually well, he, like he, he shoots. Yeah, he films like weddings. Wow. And he, you know, like like stuff. He's like, a you know, a camera guy. Dang. But he also has just happened to be blowing up on TikTok. Cause That's he's, so funny. Has he, he ever found cons- a niche to yeah. say, I'm 7'1". Here's yeah. my Yo, life. Because he's like got just way more abdomen space than most people. Has he ever considered like strapping four cameras on his abdomen <laughs> and have two cameras That's in his hand? smart. Spine of GoPros he could Throw two cameras off the side, one in the front, one in the back, still have space for his armpits to come down, right? It's a lot of torso to work with. He definitely got to drive an SUV, man. Oh, yeah. There's like video of him trying to get in my little car, and he's like... I bet that the height does help to a certain extent, like your ankles or something Maybe. like that, you know? But you also know, uh, too, like it could hinder it because you saw yeah, us setting true. this podcast space up. Like you're, yeah, you're on your, true. you're on the floor, you're squatting <laughs> down, you're on your knees. Like to yeah, get low all the way dumb. down there. He's just oh, like, probably nice. so, I ain't doing it. Know, he's uh, probably got the fucking longest slong, dude. I bet. I bet. Cause I think about when you have that kind of like mm-hmm. space, you know, like even, even his tiniest wiener that even would be 10 times the size of mine. Yeah. Even if he was a small for his size. For real. I mean, that's like, he's still packing. How long, how long did it take for you to know Bo before you asked him to see his wiener? Was it like yes. 10 minutes? Yeah, I think, minutes? I, think, I, think I came right yeah, out I mean, the gate. I bet your song is massive, my boy. <laughs> I, think that, said, I think that might have been the first thing I said. Before you introduced yourself. Yeah, that was probably the first. Because he messaged uh, me on he messaged me on Instagram. I think the first thing I said to him when I finally so, met him on person. Yeah. I was like, dude, so come on. You got to tell me what you're fucking working with, my bro. I love it. Let's just get this out of the way now. <clears throat> I love it. I want, to, I want to know because I'm nothing to write home about. You know, I just want to know. I'm like, dude, are you are you tiny for your size? Oh right, but God. it's proportionate. It's proportionate, I would imagine. Like, 
it's not to like my proportions like shorter than average and thicker than average yeah maybe yeah dude <laughs> it's like it's, it's your fucking slow you said that already like, hey shorter than average thicker than average hey. baby <laughs> girth uh, what i what i lack in size i uh, i have plenty of uh, effort. Yeah, <laughs> my enthusiasm. Is yeah, exactly. P. That guy's got heart. I I think that is a fantastic place to end. Yeah. The <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Like oh, I can't absolutely. tell you how fun the last four days have been for me personally. Like absolutely, it's always been a dream of mine to be able to uh, host people like where I enjoy and love to be, but. I'm up in like the Northwest. I'm almost basically in Russia and <laughs> you guys blessed. You came all the way from New York, Mac. Like the, the fact that you guys took the time to come out here is such a blessing to me. And I've had such a thrill oh, getting to hang it. and to work with you. No you better are, place for me to be. It's so bad, man. Thank yeah. you again. Let's I, keep it going. Every single invite. I'll be here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of my favorite places to come and visit and just obviously, you know, getting out of the, getting out of the big cities just taking these, Beautiful Pacific Northwest breaths. Yeah, yeah, baby. Ten offers out of ten, baby. Nice. Oh man, I love you guys. All right, love thank you, you guys so much for tuning you. in. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Hey, did you like that? I figured you might. Well, we're gonna ask you to do all the things that podcasters tell you to do: subscribe, rate, review, comment. Go share this podcast with all of your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at howgoodsthis underscore podcast. And if you want to reach out, you can email us at howgoodsthispodcast at gmail.com. Go tell your friends all about everything that's happened here. If you're interested in hearing Alan Stone and myself spilling all that tea in the good goss segment of this podcast, you're going to get to hear Alan Stone say things that he might honestly never say out loud and in public. So it's worth it. Head on over to Patreon and join our little community. For as little as $5 a month, you can contribute to this podcast and really help us make a difference in building this thing out. Patreon.com slash live at the lodge. We love you guys very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. How good's this?